0: all right what is going on everybody welcome back to another day of saber sims dfs office hours it is tuesday september 19th of 2023 here looking ahead we have a 12 game mlb main slate today just wrapped up the two game uh nfl monday night football game so it was pretty crazy slate all things considered with all four backup running backs outscoring the rb1s and just in a uh awkward you know very rare slate overall so happy to talk about that you know there is going to be another two game monday night football slate next week but for those of you who are new here welcome my name is andrew i'm one of the coaches over here at saber sims the show where we go over how to use the saber Sim app answer any and all dfs related questions to so get your questions in one of three ways here first off send us an email support at sabersim.com second post it live in the youtube chat third way post it in the office hours channel in our discord server if you're not in our discord want to get signed up there is a link to join in the description of this video can't say enough good things about the discord get access to our similar channels get access to our individual sport channels ask sports specific questions get access to other members of the saverson team aside from myself here but with that being said uh really quickly before we get kicked off as always just want to remind you guys if you guys are not participating in our weekly max challenge it is a giveaway slash promotion we do during the NFL season here, giving away weekly prizes, giving away season-long prizes. The link to this page is in the description of this video. If you're not signed up, I would highly recommend it. All you have to do, set your logo to a SaberSim avatar in DraftKings, fill out this form, and then max enter any one of the 150 max mini-max contests on DraftKings. That is it, and you'll be eligible for all these weekly prizes and season-long prizes. But with that being said, I'm going to get SaberSim pulled up here and looks like our first question here we're going to start with questions in the discord uh first question here came in from sammy question says under aggregate what will be the best case scenario from from using product versus geo mean how the at least or no more than affects their outcomes okay so sounds like this is a rule question here so I'm gonna go over to lineup rules. Uh, so there are three types of rules, and you can see this when you go to add a new rule. There are stack rules, which will make sure a certain stack is in each and every one of your lineups. There are group rules, which are more like player by player. You could do manually where you put players in a group and, uh, you know, select them using the player icons on the left-hand side here. There are automatic rules where you don't have to select the players, and instead you could do this uh, by by team, by game. By position, you could add stat requirements here. So a couple different ways there. But the rule in question here is this aggregate, this third one, you know, kind of what what does aggregate mean? What it means is that it is looking at the lineup as a whole. So in a simple example would say, I'm going to have this aggregate rule where my projection sum must be at least, and then you put in a number. So then what this is going to say, it's going to make sure that every lineup built, the when I look, when I add up all the players projections, the sum of that of all of those players is greater than or equal to whatever number you input here, right? So that is a basic aggregate rule, just demonstrating a lineup rule. Uh, What we are talking about here is the my own option, which is the ownership of the lineup. And so what Sammy's asking is, Hey, what is the difference between using product or geo mean? And then what is the difference between using at least or no more than here? So geometric mean is a, type of product ownership it's kind of built off of product ownership here so the the reason that we don't love product ownership is because the number gets very very small very very fast so what product ownership is doing it's taking all the players in your lineup multiplying their ownerships together and when you multiply you know 0.36 because this is a percentage right times 0.28 times 0.18 times 0.17 these these numbers get very very small very very fast so product can just be like a little hard to work with overall here geometric mean builds on that and by by um by doing a little bit of a different formula that ultimately leads to a number that is a little more user friendly here so instead of you know 0.000042 it might be uh 0.42 instead so i prefer to use geometric mean that's why we have it in here because It's a little friendlier here. That's where we point a lot of people. We know people have used uh, product ownership before. Maybe they're comfortable with that. So that's why we have the option here. But if you're looking for like a good solid breakdown of the differences between some ownership, product ownership, and geometric mean, I have this support video here. It's a four minute video. And if you go up to the top right you can go to help, and then in our support library, go down to frequently asked questions, go to view more, and then in the... Search bar, just type in geometric mean. And then, how do ownership product and ownership geometric mean work? This is a four minute video with an example breaking down the differences between some ownership product ownership, geometric mean, how they are different, and how to apply those in the app here. But, um, anyways, getting back to our example here. So, we recommend geometric mean. I would stick with that. I would learn that a little bit easier to work with. And then the difference here. So, if I'm going to go my own geometric mean, So the at least or no more than is really just a preference. It doesn't really matter. So if I say I want my ownership geometric mean, uh, well, actually I take that back. So really when you think about this, so what you're doing with the geometric mean rule is you're trying to, you are using geometric mean as a proxy for how duplicated you think a lineup is going to be. So the bigger the geometric mean number, the more likely a lineup is to be duplicated. The smaller the geometric mean number, the less likely a lineup is to be duplicated. So I would always come in here and I would do a my own geometric mean. I would use no more than, and then I would do the geometric mean formula to figure out what you want that number to be. So a good way to estimate is to pick a number of dupes to start with. So I usually pick 20, and then I will do something like this where I'll show you guys on the calculator here. All right. Uh, pulling up a calculator, bring this over. So what I like to do is start with a number like 20 here. So I'm going to go 20, which is the number of dupes that I'm estimating for, divided by the number of entries in your contest. So say it's a 20,000 person contest, 20,000. Close the parentheses. And then you're going to take this to the power, which is going to be uh, this little up arrow to the power of one divided by six where six is the number of players in your lineup. So this would be for any six player format, you know, showdown, NASCAR golf, something like that, close the parentheses hit equals. So then now my geometric mean number is 31.62 because in the app, it's going to be two decimal places over here. So then I would go back to the app and then I would say, Hey, uh, make sure every lineup, the geometric mean is under 31.62 here. And then now, when every lineup is built, I I can feel comfortable knowing that hey, every lineup built is expected to be duped less than 20 times here. And on this big 12-game MLB classic slate, you're not gonna get any of those dupes, anyways. These geometric means are gonna be a lot lower, but this is a good idea for for showdowns for formats where you're going to need an optimal lineup to win here. So this is how you do it as a rule here. And then you can also do this as a post-build filter here. So if you had a set of lineups and you had a, I'm just going to cancel that. And then you had a custom metric that it was showing the geometric mean of each lineup, because you have a custom metric, you can filter for, that uh by that summary statistic here. So, that is available on the Pro and Ultimate plans. I would recommend if you want to take your game, you know, to the next level, if you want to level up, uh joining the Pro or Ultimate plans. It's going to have a little bit le- less of an effect on the sims here. So, putting that in as a rule can alter some of the sim outputs here because you're the sim is building a lineup and then looking to see if it's under that geometric mean and then if it's not it needs to alter that lineup to get under that threshold, right? But if you let the sim build all the lineups and then just filter out the ones that are over that threshold, you're keeping a little bit more of the same integrity intact there. So that's why uh, we recommend that option if you are trying to take your game to the next level here. But I'm just going to display that really quickly here. So I'm going to let these lineups finish and then we will jump into the post build, show you guys how to create a rule. Um, I'm sorry, a custom metric and then show you guys how to filter appropriately here. grab some water while we wait all right lineups are loading here so then if i go to my sorting metrics right i already have one built here but basically i'll just delete this so what you can do is go to add metric sorry add metric and then i'm just going to name it whatever i want right to make it easy for me to understand so i'm going to do a go geo mean and then first drop down, my own, second drop down, product geoming. And then second one do do the value here. So I want what I want is I want the builder to go and look at each lineup, look at all the ownerships. And then I want it to give me a number at the end. So all these lineups, really, really low. This lineup, particularly, very low owned here. And I think that's because we were sorting from hot lowest projected score to highest, but sorting highest to lowest you're going to get the Geo mean of 18. So when it takes all 10 of these players, multiplies all their ownerships together, this is the number that is spit out a lot more usable here. So then once I have that summary statistic, I can go to filters, I can go to add filter, and then I'm going to do show lineups with Geo mean. And then I'm going to say less than, and then it'd be that 31 number, right? Uh, this is a really high geometric mean. We're not even going to see anything that high here, but what we could do is we could sort by geo mean and then see what is the highest. And it's 18.51. So if I, have, I just changed this number to something like 17, it will go take all those lineups that are over 18 and move them to the trash here. And then we see that we've moved 26 lineups to the trash here. So uh, just one thing, show lineups with geo mean less than 17 is the same as hide lineups with Geo mean greater than 17, right? You're just writing the same equation two different ways. So that's how you do it. That is a walkthrough there, but good question to get us started today. All right. Question from run the bases. Question says, is there a way to force a specific secondary stack in all 5,000 lineups that are built In your lineup pool, I attempted to put 100% min exposure for a 1-1 secondary stack before building, but only 35% of my lineups in my pool included that secondary stack. Okay, good question here. This is more of an NFL question, so going to go back to Sunday here, and we can talk about this for Sunday sleep. So I'm going to go back to Sunday here. Going to let this load. And then let me just get rid of some of this clutter since we're done with that calculator example. All right. So I'm in this build here from Sunday. So the question was, Hey, I want to always have a one, one secondary stack in my, in my lineup pool. Right. So, uh, there, there is a little bit of a nuance between the way that stack exposures work and the way that rules work technically. Um, r- rules work a little bit better here. So what I would do, if you want something that specific is I would go to lineup rules and i would go to add new rule. And then I would do a, I would do a, hmm, interesting, what do I do here? I think I would do a stack rule and I could even do an advanced stack rule where I say, i set qb equal to zero so i'm saying do not use a quarterback and then maybe i want to use only a wide receiver tight end right so let's do this example like that so hey i want to use exactly one wide receiver tight end with exactly one wide receiver tight end from the other team here so what i'm doing is i'm setting wide receiver tight end equal to one i'm setting quarterback equal to zero I am checking opposing team, letting the builder know, hey, I want this to be a game stack here. And then I'm making sure quarterback is zero on the other side here. And then wide receiver tight end is also equal to one here. And then I'm going to set running back equal to zero for both of these here. And I'm going to set quarterbacks equal to zero. So just making sure like, hey, no quarterback, no running back from the first primary team. And then no quarterback, no running back from the secondary team here only the wide receiver tight end. I'm going to save that rule and then let's build some lineups and then see if we are getting that here. So it's going to make two quick adjustments, two projections, and then only going to build 500 lineups. That way it just takes a little bit less time here. And then let's see what this looks like. But um, one thing, you know, building with some of these rules might take a little longer than just building without them. So just be aware of that. Uh, But hopefully it goes through pretty quick here. all right lineups are just about done here about 90 percent of the way and lineups are loading in the post build here so let's go into our stack exposures let's go to secondary and then um looks like we're getting everything we wanted right uh look we have 500 lineups in the pool sometimes the the lineup pool can build more lineups than requested here. So it looks like it built a total of 594. We were just seeing the top 500 here, but either way, each and every lineup here has at least a secondary one, one here, which is what we were requesting. So I would just, you know, if that's something you want, go and write this rule here, this advanced stack rule. And then I will just pull it up one more time here so you can see it, uh, you know, pause the video and then rewrite that rule for yourself. But happy to help out there. All right, scrolling down here, it looks like some users were trying to help out run the basis. So appreciate you guys doing that and jumping in. So, next question here from my name, Ring Bells. Question says, Anybody know what the GeoMe numbers mean when reading them, looking for higher or lower numbers? Uh, good question. We did cover this right at the beginning of the show, so I would just rewind a little bit, and the the basically like the first 10 minutes were all related to geomine. so I should answer any questions you have around the topic there. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Uh, we have two more questions here from Daniel, so if anybody has any questions, now is a good time to get those in. I know Tuesdays tend to be a little slower with no football here, everybody recovering from uh week 2 here and and with only baseball but happy to hang around and talk as much as as long as you guys want all right daniel said with contest sims what's the best sorting method risk adjusted roi or roi i all um and also with diversification is there a good middle ground i've always been the type to do one less than the max for min uniques also if i ran a different build for every contest if I had the time and did a separate contest in per each build, is there value there or am I wasting my time? Okay, so two questions here. I'm going to hit this first one first. You know, what is better, risk adjusted ROI or ROI? And really, this is a a little bit of a personal preference, but my my answer is I prefer risk adjusted ROI. So the difference here is that you could have two lineups that both have an ROI of 100% as an example, but their risk adjusted ROIs are, can be different here. And what risk adjusted ROI is a term that we use to describe the Omega ratio of the lineup. So the Omega ratio is looking at how often the lineup wins and how much it wins when it wins versus how often the lineup loses and how much it loses when it loses. So it is trying to balance out, Hey, this lineup you know, has a 100% SIM ROI, but it binked three times and, and, you know, didn't cash a, a whole bunch of other times, right? Versus this other lineup, maybe this other lineup only being one time, but but it did well overall in the Sims. It was finishing in a higher percentile very often here. So Omega Ratio is like kind of protecting against a very boom or bust approach and helping you to smooth out your variance over time, right? Which is what we talk about all the time. DFS is a very high variance game and you want to try and do things to smooth out that variance, to help you get to the times where you bank, right? So bankroll management, diversification, min uniques, Omega ratio, another great tool to add to your toolbox there. So that's why I like risk adjusted ROI in general here. I'm still using ROI as a measuring stick here. So what I like to do here is I'm just gonna set up a contest sim. So we have these 5,000 lineups that we built. I'm just gonna get rid of this filter here. I'm just gonna set up a default contest sim here using the uh defaults here and then i'm just gonna kick this off and run that here and let me close my filters so i'll just tell you guys you know the way i've been using this here so once the contest sim finishes so so i like to i've, I've actually had a lot of questions about this recently like hey what is the right kind of workflow to go through so for me it's build lineups run the contest sim sort by the metric i want and then make any adjustments, right? I think people are running a build, you know, making adjustments to exposures or uh you know team stacks or mini uniques and then running the contest sim. Uh I don't I don't love that approach, right? Because if you're gonna sort by one of the contest sim metrics, it's better to have that metric and and then do any of the work rather than do all this work, get attached to these plays, run the contest sim, see that all the plays you 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 did aren't grading out well in the sims and then now you got to go start back at the beginning right so if you do that from from the beginning here i think it works a little bit better so i'm going to go to my contest sim that i ran this flagship mme i'm going to sort by risk adjusted roi and then i'm going to scroll down to the last set in my 20 lineups and then let's let's even say i'm playing 150 right i'm building for a 150 max so i'm looking at the last sim roi lineup in my set here and then now i'm going to start adjusting mini uniques right so so this second part of this question was like hey you know what do you think about mini uniques so i like to use mini uniques basically up until the point where i no longer have sim roi positive lineups i'm still sorting by risk adjusted roi playing playing risk adjusted roi lineups here but i'm using roi as my measuring stick to figure out how far in my pool i want to go here so At minuniques of eight here, when I scroll down to the last lineup in my set of 150, I have a negative SIM ROI of minus 44%. So, okay, you know, now I need to decrease that minunique, right? And then when I get to seven and I scroll back down to the bottom here, I'm still at negative SIM ROI. Okay, so then let's go down to six, right? And then I just basically, you know, go through motion until I get back to positive SIM ROI lineups here. And then now at BNX of six, I'm at SIM ROI of 19% here. So I would stop here. This is, this is as far down as I would go. I do this step first here. And then I go and make any fine tune adjustments, but but that's mostly because I'm not super opinionated, right? I am making small adjustments to exposures, you know, probably less than five overall here. So I don't think that those are going to have a huge effect here on, on how much further I go down in the pool. I think it's good to like have a starting point, like, okay, you know, I'm playing these 19% SIM ROI lineups. You know, do any of my further adjustments put me back into negative sim ROI territory? Uh, you know, do I go from 19% down to 10%, and then I know I'm okay? So this is the workflow I like: build lineups, contest sim, min uniques, and then go and make any fine-tune adjustments to exposures here. And then second part was also if I ran a different build for every contest, if I had the same time in a separate contest sim per each build, is there value there, or am I wasting my time? So. I think the answer is that there is value there, right? You're going to capture the nuances of each and every individual contest. I think one thing that you lose, right, is you're not going to be able to manage the min uniques of your entire lineup portfolio together, right? So you might have lineups that are a little more correlated across contests, although they're not going to be in the same contest there. Uh, You know, you could get some overlap from, from not managing them all together here. So If you want to do a different build for each contest, it's really going to come down to how many contests you're playing, right? Some people are playing way too many contests in a given day to even do that. And then some people are only playing a handful of contests and maybe that makes sense for them, right? So if it makes sense for you and you have the time, I think it's good other users who are, you know, mass entering a bunch of contests are gonna to have to make some trade-offs and make some decisions about what they want to do here. So what so the good thing is that in, in each build you can build up to five contest sims. So I still recommend to people following the profit plan, you, you have one build which is like your single entries and three matches, another build that is your 20 max 150 max and then separating those into two builds, you can build five contest sims each and then um you know sorting by each contest sim filling the contests, trashing the lineups as you go for each build there, then you get access to at least 10 contest sims, right? Or if you're somebody who, you know, wants to build them all together and then maybe there's a particular contest that you care about, you know, just, just doing the contest sim for that contest, that's probably a little uh, a little more of a trade-off there, unfortunately, but it really just comes down to what well, makes sense for you and your process and in your, in your day-to-day pretty much. All right. Next question here from Daniels. So uh so if you're using risk adjusted ROI and diversifying pretty heavily, wouldn't it not make as much sense if you're getting too low risk adjusted ROI lineups after using min uniques? Okay, so this is a good question that gets into like DFS theory kind of. So really, you know, anytime you use min uniques, you are trading sim ROI, right? We used to say, like, hey, you know, you are trading, you know, the EV for for diversification. Now we can now we can see that right it is here in the app. We ran the contest sim. We can see that hey, as we increase the uniques we are going lower and lower in our sim ROI bucket here. Um I still like it just because I think that it is important to try and get as neutrally correlated lineups into your contest as possible. That way when you know, uh let's say that you played yesterday's two game NFL slate And you use many uniques of one and he had 80% Nick Chubb. Well, guess what? You know, a lot of your lineups are sunk, right? Uh, If you use many uniques, the builder is going to have to make hard decisions. It's going to organically lower exposure to most players here. And then even if you still had a high percentage of lineups with Nick Chubb, you know, you're going to have so many lineups that don't have him that have some other combination and, and can, you know, have some lineups sync, but some lineups still have a chance of winning, right? So you're going to be able to like see this, like on your phone, when you go to your live slates, you're going to see that your, your entries are going to be more spread out across your contest bar as opposed to a of one where your lineups can be very correlated, right? You could have nine out of the 10 same players in two different lineups. Those are going to be really clustered, right? You're going to see these very high clusters where when you do good, Hey, a lot of your lineups are cashing. And then when you do bad, you're going to have a very, very, like high negative ROI outcome on the day. So figuring out a way to play a set of lineups that are more neutrally correlated I think is worth the trade off for sim ROI here. Um if you had an unlimited bankroll and you know could play DFS forever then not doing that and playing the highest sim ROI lineups are going to be better in the long term. But you know most of us are working within a bankroll here and we got to make good bankroll decisions, uh bankroll management and try and smooth out that that variance here. Benny Hanna said, hi, Andrew, on a quick break, break from work. Great to see the Geo Mean questions here. I'm wondering if I omit Geo Mean to an upper bound and lower bound. Will that inhibit Sims too much? Uh, I think that's fine. I think that, you know, one thing that I do, well, I don't know if you need a lower bound. I think it depends maybe on the contest that you're playing. I think on a classic slate, there might be some reasoning to put a geo mean floor here where you're basically saying like, Hey, I don't want to use a lineup that has such a low geo mean that it's going to be like very, very low owned players altogether. I think that's like pretty interesting, right? We've talked about this with the contest sims where the highest contest sim ROI lineups. So I just go to mini of one sort by ROI. It's usually going to be these very, very low owned lineups, where when they do good, they just have such a clear path to first place here. But even even Matt's talked about this, right? And we can see with our top sim ROI lineup here, we have nine out of the ten players underneath ten percent owned, uh, multiple one percent guys, and and one chalk piece in Blake Snell here. But what what we've talked about is like, hey, you know, uh, even even Matt himself has said I've been trying to work in you know ownership to make sure that each lineup has a certain ownership bar that they need to clear because in, in DFS in 2023, projections are good. Ownership is usually warranted for a lot of plays here. So it makes sense to, you know, have some plays that the field is actually going to play, right? So having a mean floor on these classic slates saying, hey, you know, the, the lineup must clear this, this minimum ownership. I think that's an interesting idea that we haven't talked about here. So I like the floor for classic slates. I like the ceiling Geo mean number limit for showdowns or slates where you're going to need an optimal to win. Benny Hada said, thanks. Daniel said, thanks as well. Appreciate you guys asking questions, keeping the show rolling here. Very good questions. Uh, question from Anthony. Is there any video on how to late swap using the run contest sim feature? Uh, so... We do have videos on late swap. So if you if you need access to those, just go to the help docs in the dropdown here and then go to help and then go to how to late swap. So this will show you how to do it. Uh, the contest sim will work the same. So basically once you run your late swap here, you're going to get your lineups in the post build and then you should still have a run contest sim button and you can just click this and then it will run the contest sim uh be aware that we are not pulling in, you know, actual ownership or actual scores. We're still working with all of the pre-lock information when running your contest sim. So just be aware of that. All right. Jumping back to the app here. Uh jumping back to the office hours channel. Question from Dante. Dante said, uh such a basic question, but how do I upload multiple builds? to my csv for example i ran multiple builds for single entry three mats etc how do i upload them all at the same time to different contests okay so you cannot do this um what you used to be able to do is you used to have like save the lineup sets and you can run one build and then run another build and then you know build all your lineups go to the contest tab or the entry editor here and then fill them all at once the the new workflow here is to fill them as you go. So basically if I have my lineups in build one, right? I'm, I'm just gonna rename these. So I'm gonna rename it uh, single entry three max here, right? One slash three. And then I'm gonna rename my second build 20 and 150 here, right? So I build my lineups for my single entry and three max. Maybe it's 10 lineups. Once I'm done with these, before I move on to the next build, I want to use the save to contest button And I want to fill these lineups, right? And then if I had an entries file, I could go in, I could check the lineups that I want. I could leave the contest that I don't want to fill unchecked here, fill those, then move to the next tab. And then once I build my lineups, do everything I want in this screen, save to contest as well. So it is a save as you go format, as opposed to build, build, and then fill them all at once here. So a little, a little, um, just a small tweak in like how we suggest users do that. That's basically because we don't have saved the lineup files anymore. Um, you know, what used to happen is that you could have a lineup set and then you could come back to it an hour later. And if projections change, then the lineups would change too. And then you'd have to go and pick your old lineup file was, was kind of unclear. And I think a lot of new users didn't really understand that idea. So now every time you come back into a build, it is always going to be The same lineups here so there is like no save lineup file that's why you can't access it from the contest tab so just save as you go and you should be all set and then betty Hanna said the save to contest feature is such a time saver i think it's great i think you know it makes it very smooth here and then just remember guys that you know if you also wanted to take lineups from two builds here and combine them into a single contest you could do that with our favorites feature right so using the star icon sending these 10 lineups to the favorites and then maybe you have another build with 10 lineups with a different game script you could send those 10 lineups to the favorites and then once you click into the favorites it will have all of the lineups that you sent and then you can use the save to contest within this window and that is how you combine lineups into a single contest so i know that was a heavily requested feature for a while here, but looks like we are all caught up with questions in the YouTube chat and the office hours channel. Appreciate everybody tuning in here. Uh, You know, you guys are the reason that we do this show and I just want to give you guys the best answers as I can. So if you guys have questions or feedback, always let me know, but we will be right back here tomorrow, Wednesday, 2 PM Eastern for our next show. So until then, Uh, Really quickly from Anthony, will SaberSim ever have a sim for DraftKings Rainmaker lineups since it's becoming popular? Uh, Right now, I don't know, but I will take a note down and I can uh, bring that up and ask here. And one other thing from yesterday, somebody asked, do contest sims include rake? Yes, they do. They have a blanket rake of 15% here at the moment. So somebody was asking and I wanted to make sure that I answered that here. So answer the rate right questions we'll we'll ask about rainmakers and let the team know that people are asking for it but great show today everybody i will see you all tomorrow take care good luck bye